Okay, let's get to the story that is causing a lot of talk and a lot of controversy today. More than 360 teachers with the Peel District School Board apparently learning yesterday that they will no longer have permanent positions heading into the new school year. Word is that 176 elementary and 193 secondary teachers were informed about the change. Education Minister Lisa Thompson asked about it late yesterday, downplaying these cuts as, quote, an annual exercise. Let's welcome in Harvey Bischoff. He's the president of the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation, and he joins us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mr. Bischoff, good afternoon, and thanks for being on the show. Uh, my pleasure, Jeff. Uh, first off, uh, famously, uh, the Premier Doug Ford said that cuts would not affect jobs, and the government says that these teachers are being essentially declared surplus, I guess not terminated. In your estimation, is that a fair assessment? Well, what we're hearing from school boards is that, um, you know, I mean, there is a there is an annual procedure um, that uh, that's being followed. But what we're hearing from school boards is that they believe in many cases that there's no way that all of the teachers that they have uh, declared surplus will be recalled. So, in other words, um, the the employers themselves expect that there are going to be teachers losing their jobs. So would you then, again, call that uh, people being terminated or fired? Or, again, is this just uh, an annual exercise? And uh, some, although the numbers might be a little bigger than, than usual, that this is something that occurs on a regular basis where there's a surplus? So I think the point is that enormously than usual. Uh, the Peel Board, as one example, hasn't declared surplus in anything close to these numbers in years and years. And the outcome of that, what they're saying themselves is, in the end, they're not going to be able to recall all of those teachers to positions. So there will some will be some who will get uh, uh, you know, uh, what people would term as pink slips and will not be going back to work in September with the, with the Peel Board. Now, who specifically, if you could clarify for us, uh, is affected by this uh, decision? Are, are these teachers that uh, had regular full-time jobs within the classrooms, maybe some uh, long-term, long-standing that won't be coming back, or is it uh, something different? No, it's exactly that. These are people with permanent contracts um, that, uh, you know, based on, on the loss of positions in the board, will uh, lose their job. So, yeah, these, these are absolutely uh, these aren't uh, casual or occasional positions. These are people who, who believed they had a job to return to come September are now being told that that will not happen. Yeah. Now, what would you say to those that are listening that say, listen, I've been in that very situation. I'm not a teacher, but we've all been faced uh, from time to time that we go into work and all of a sudden we're told, well, circumstances, situations have changed. And uh, thank you for your contribution, but uh, you're no longer needed. Well, look, based on enrollment, um, the, the number of teachers in any education system, uh, in any board, has gone up and down based on enrollment. So that part is fairly standard. What's different here is these are layoffs not based on enrollment, but on the, the government's decision to cut one in every four high school teachers out of the high school system. So their goal is that there be one quarter fewer teachers teaching classes um, four years from now than there are currently so this is very different from, uh, you know, we we, uh, we don't have the need for your work anymore. This is, we do, we're just going to get rid of these positions and, uh, and students will end up in overcrowded classes. They'll end up with fewer course options and less access to the extracurricular programs that uh, the teachers provide on a voluntary basis all the time. So um, very different from a standard layoff procedure. All right. And of course, uh, we know that class sizes will expand. So let me ask you, with increased class sizes and fewer teachers, does that spell a uh, 
uh, a lessening of the educational experience uh, for, for kids, for, for students? Are we making our education system, in your estimation, uh, worse, not better? There's no question in my mind that this is pointing towards the kind of dropout rates that we had um, 20 years ago. Uh, the last time this this party was in power. So over the last you know 15 years or so, we've we've improved graduation rates to the point where now uh, about 85% of high school students end up with a diploma. Um, we've improved test scores on every measure but one, which is the you know the grade six math uh, that's been talked about. Every other measure has shown improvement. We stack up extremely well amongst the very best education systems in the world. And that's because kids have access to caring professionals in their classroom who have the time to pay the uh, appropriate attention to those kids' particular needs. With fewer, um, with, with fewer teachers in classrooms, with kids being packed into bigger classrooms, with kids having access to fewer course choices because every teacher who's laid off leaves with the six classes that they would otherwise have taught, um, I I'm, can basically guarantee... Um, graduation rates are going to decrease um, and student success is going to go down. Do you have any sensitivity at all, uh, whether it's uh, the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation or any other uh, teachers union to the situation the province sees itself in with the enormous amount of uh, debt uh, that's already been uh, accrued? And, uh, you know, again, I'm going to point to uh, others, Harvey, that are probably listening, saying at their workplace, they've been asked to do more with uh, less. And should education uh, be any different? We just can't continue down the, the same path. Yeah, so I'd say two things about that. First of all, we have offered the government ideas for um, how uh, how money can be spent more wisely within the education system. We think that's always a worthwhile exercise. It's a big system, and there are things that we have pointed to where we've said, look, that that's probably not a good use of your money, uh, and we think that there are better places to, to spend it. The second part of that equation is... Um, Education, of course, is far more than just a cost. It's an investment. When you invest in education, you end up with the high-quality graduates that Ontario's school system turns out. That means our businesses have access to very skilled, very knowledgeable uh, employees of the future who are ready to take on the kinds of jobs that are going to exist in the 2020s and beyond, um, and not the sort of jobs that you know are prepared for in, in overpacked classes with inappropriate uh, levels of attention being paid to students' needs. I want to play for you quickly. Premier Doug Ford was on the air earlier this morning with my colleague Peter Sherman. Here's what he had to say regarding the situation with the Peel Board. Have a listen. This has been going on for years. Teachers get their notices, then they get uh, their budget, then they they get hired again. So uh, I guess uh, the Peel uh, board wants to play a little bit of politics, uh, well, scare tactics, and it's just not fair to the teachers. Yeah, Your reaction to that, that this is nothing more than politics or scare tactic, tactics on behalf of the teachers? I, I can't do two things. I can't imagine for what purpose uh, an employer would be playing politics, but uh, I, I think this, you know, the second uh, important part of this is uh, I mean, the boards themselves are saying they're not going to be able to recall all these teachers. But but beyond that, if the government would, they, they could put an end to all the speculation by simply releasing the technical papers that would show us the actual background to the announcement they made on March the 15th, where they where they first proposed all of these cuts. Why don't they release the technical papers? Then we won't be speculating any longer. Nobody will be in a position to play politics. We've asked repeatedly for those numbers. They've refused to provide them. I sent a letter to the Minister of Education again yesterday saying, saying please release these numbers so that we can provide some certainty. And for some reason, 
they continue to hide the numbers. All right, moving forward, obviously this is a decision that is not popular with uh, teachers and uh, teachers' uh, unions. Uh, is there talk, uh, you know, of some sort of job action uh, come the new uh, school year? Uh, I know you mentioned just a few minutes ago in our conversation here about extracurricular uh, activities. We've seen that uh, in the past. Could those sorts of things uh, be scaled back, do you think? We're not talking about that. We're talking about getting to the bargaining table and putting forward proposals that are good for students, that are good for Ontario's future prosperity. Those are the things that we want to discuss and hope we have a willing partner across the table. The only one who's talking about about strike disruption and so forth is, is the Premier, and I think it's because he wants to distract people's attention from the bad education policy his government is putting forward. Um, like I say, we continue to focus on what's good for kids in our system. All right, got to leave it there. Harvey Bischoff, president of the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation. Harvey, I appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Thanks so much. Thank you.